On this episode, Jackson digs a hole involving a Bowflex, and I struggle to take a compliment. Together, we embark upon the first ever 9 o'clock game night. Disclaimer, we are not experts in any particular field. Nothing in this podcast should be taken as medical or legal advice. Welcome to the 9 o'clock, the podcast that makes it look like Gwenna and Jackson know what they're doing. <laughs> That's I'm, a lie. I'm Gwenna Lathland. <laughs> Jackson. Today, we are going to be hosting the first ever nine o'clock game night i'm kind of excited about this i know i am too we talked about this a little bit ago uh in the garage uh we are going to be playing the and couples edition from the skin deep and according to their box welcome to the and you are now entering a space to explore your relationship and we're so excited to have you here as far as our experience goes the rules are simple sit facing one another check check choose an equal number of random cards check check Take 30 seconds to relax and look at one another. Check. We're, we're going to pretend we did that part. And <laughs> alternate asking and answering through the questions. Our intention is for these questions to hold space for meaningful conversation and opportunity to learn through vulnerability and most importantly, a fun way to deepen the connections in your life. So now Jack and I did kind of like take a, a thumb through all of the cards. Like there's a bunch of cards. Yeah. And some of these questions are hard hitting. Oh yeah. Now we've we've drawn twelve each. Like some of these questions, they they could they could lead us to deep places. But that's that's the point that's of the, point, yeah. the game. So let's just jump in. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Uh, sure, I'll go first. All right. Okay. So question number one for me: What do you think I'm learning from you? I think you are learning from me. Probably a little more self-confidence. Yeah. You have a sheltered self-confidence. Yeah. <laughs> in that when you are by yourself or you're doing something that you know you're good at, you're just, I mean, you're not egotistical. You're not narcissistic, but you know you know. Yeah. You are confident in the knowledge that you have. But then when you get into more foreign spaces or to things that you're a little less comfortable, you tend to kind of fold in. And I really don't like I got really comfortable with saying I have no idea what you're talking about. That's fair. A long time ago. And I think you over the past decade have really kind of come into being able to be okay with not knowing and admitting that like you've always been okay with not knowing stuff. Right. But to admit that to other people. That's interesting. That's that's an interesting answer. I hadn't uh, hadn't thought of it that way, but it's not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong about that. All right. <laughs> when I think I'm an expert in something, I think I'm a an expert. expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for you, Jack. Yeah. What do you think is the fundamental moral value we share? Uh, don't be an a hole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's nope. Not gonna argue with that. <laughs> That's <laughs> just don't don't be a jerk. I think that's something that actually attracted us in the early days when we first met. Yeah. We yeah. both pretty much said the same thing in conversations without knowing. So when we, well, when we were dating, when I was in my dating career, um, when I was in the dating days, I would absolutely partially pass judgment on how my dates treated the wait staff or the service staff yeah. or the the people at the movie theater or wherever we went for our first date, which by the way, if you took me to a movie for our first date, you probably weren't going to get a second date. Right. That's Although, a terrible first date. Taking you to an ice cream parlor for our first date was a win. That was a win. That was, that was a smooth <laughs> move. That was slick. That was slick. 
Um, but yeah, I, I would absolutely judge the people that I would date by how they treated the employees of the places that we went yeah. while dating. See, this makes sense to me because when you're with somebody and, and when you're together, right? You especially when you first meet, you know they're going to... They're going to be putting on, yeah, toward you. Yeah, they're they're going to be putting on their they put on their nicest clothes and their nicest shoes and their nicest attitude. Yeah, because you know they're they're hoping something comes out of this, and you got to leak the crazy out slowly. Everyone right. knows that, right? You don't want to throw it all at once, right? Right. So yeah, you you were incredibly kind on our very first date to the scared little seventeen year old girl behind the <laughs> ice cream counter. Yeah, she was so terrified. I don't know what she was terrified of. Because I look like a biker at the time. <laughs> you look like a convict. Yeah. <laughs> I think I even had that. I had a profile pic on the uh, site that we used. Yeah. We, we, we met on a dating site and he was a mechanic and wore a blue jumpsuit for his, like that was just his uniform. And this weirdo decided, you know what the best pic that I should put on a dating site? Just a full body mirror selfie of me in a blue jumpsuit with a white tile wall behind me because <laughs> it was in the locker room of the shop you worked at i was so oblivious i didn't think anything bad of it i thought hey this is the real me it this is what like i do your prison photo because you didn't even bother <laughs> to smile you like mean mugged the mirror the whole time what does that say about you not walking away you made a red speedo <laughs> joke how was i not supposed to walk away okay okay <laughs> move on all right my turn uh, when was our toughest moment together and how did we overcome it? I think our toughest moment, mm, there's been a couple of them. Yeah. Um, there was definitely when I was having, uh, anxiety about finances, mm -hmm. uh, because there was a period where I kept losing my job. <laughs> like it wasn't, I, I wasn't getting fired. I got laid off twice in six months. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. I, I'm thinking of another time also that in my my memory could uh, could also represent kind of in the same vein. Yeah. When when we were when we were trying to get our finances together to buy a house. Well, and that that was that was the other thing. Yeah. 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 I I think m most I this has got to be a stat somewhere. I read it somewhere because it lives in the ephemeral knowledge bank of my brain. But I think. Someone had done a study that most marriages, most relationships find their biggest struggles around finances, mental health, mm -hmm. and uh, family deaths. Yeah. That's where like the most struggle comes from. And yeah, you definitely had to talk me off a ledge multiple times yep. when yeah. we were trying to buy a house and multiple times when I kept losing my job. I'm going to guess, I, I, I don't know this to be correct, so you tell me if I'm wrong, is, was, was my calm and cool, collected kind of personality useful in that time? No, absolutely not. It pissed me <laughs> off. <laughs> I, I have never wanted to kill you more than <laughs> when we're sitting on the back porch and you're trying to calm me down because I think we're going to lose everything just trying to get a house, which was stupid. That was dumb. That's not how house buying works. Yeah. The worst we were going to get told is, no, you have to keep renting the house. Right. But no, I I could not stand every inch of you <laughs> for all of those conversations. That didn't make you wrong. It didn't make what you were saying incorrect. It's just that I hated that you were right. <laughs> and not like jumping up and down terrified. Right, right. No, you were supposed to match my energy, you jerk. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know that. 
No, I mean, you were right. And it ultimately, yes. Yes, it did help me climb down off that ledge and stop being so gosh darn dramatic <laughs> as I am prone to do. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, that that calm. Yes, your very level headedness has been in the past a trigger for me. Mainly because I know when you can manage to be calm, it means I am overreacting. <laughs> That's good to know going forward. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't really anymore. Like I've come to terms with okay, if Jack's being calm, and I am not, I really have to stop and pause. Am I freaking out for no reason because Jack doesn't seem to be freaking out, and he has freaked out about other things before? And if he's not freaking out, and I am freaking out. It's probably me. Or do I not understand the gravity of the situation? That's also got to be in there somewhere, too. Occasionally, but for the most part, all the times when you have freaked out, all the times when you have kind of gone into a panic mode was because, you know, there was a tornado three doors down. Like, that's a a fairly reasonable time to panic. Yeah, this was just last year. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, your turn. What do you think? Oh, nope. What do you think people say about us when we aren't around? <laughs> if they know us, oh God, it can't be good. <laughs> those people are, those, that couple's so annoying. Oh my God, they never shut up. Yeah. Jack and Gwen are a bunch of know-it-alls. They have an answer for everything. <laughs> is, is that all they do is they just read the internet? How do they know everything? We need, we need to, uh, we need to find a way to, uh, I don't know, put some truth serum in the other couple we know yeah. and, get, and find out. <laughs> Here's the thing is for her, I don't think I'd have to. I could just ask her, hey, what do you guys talk about yeah, when you, you get in the could. car driving home? And she would just give me the full the full rundown, everything. I, I know not too long ago he told me, and, and this is no way braggadocious, but he told me he was jealous that I can just pick up a new hobby and I'm instantly good at it. <laughs> and I tried to tell him, no, 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 that's... That's not an equal thing. Right. Like because I'm good at that, I suffer a lot on the other end of that. Right. So you get you get hyper fixated on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, you get really good at the hobby, but in the meantime, the gutters are falling off the house and the yard is knee high. Yeah. So that's that is not the truth. That is an exaggeration. But it's it's accurate in representation. Yeah. Okay. Next All question. Right. Am I different than you imagined I would be when we first met? Um, yes and no. That's kind of, that's kind of a hard question to answer from my, from where I sit right now. I do know. So we met online. We met on a dating site. Um, we texted, we messaged for a while and then we switched to text. And I know the first time that we talked on the phone, I think I even told you your voice did not fit the way you communicated or your body. Yeah. Like, it just did not seem like that voice should come out of that human. I've been told that since. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was a little higher than I expected. I expected, like, you know, James Earl Jones type. (laughs) And it's not what I got. And so that that was surprising. I don't want to say jarring because that feels like it was bad. It was just, oh, oh, this is what you sound like. Oh, okay, that's cool. But as far as, like, the overall... If you'd ask me this when we'd been together a year, I probably could have given a fair answer. But at this point, we've been together long enough that obviously you've changed from how you were 10 years ago. A lot of things have happened in that right. 10 years. And our changes are now running 
parallel to each other. Right. I am a slightly different person than I was 10 years ago. You were a slightly different person. Maybe we're very, very different than we were 10 years ago. But all of those changes have been so gradual and parallel to each other. I can't say for sure how different my expectations were a decade ago versus how I see you now. It's more obvious if you, if we haven't both been going through changes at the same rate. Right. So I stayed the same and you continue to change. Right. I would probably take more note of that. Right. But since we both change together. Right. We've just been evolving. I mean, that's that's what humans do. Um, Just because we, we stop, we exit puberty and we stop growing and our our brain is more or less fully developed. Right. That doesn't mean we, we stop growing as human beings. Hopefully, hopefully (laughs) that's the goal is to continue to grow your knowledge, grow your emotional awareness, uh, evolve as a person. Um, Yeah, no, that's, that's hard to answer. I don't, I honestly don't remember what type of human I expected when we first kind of started exploring a relationship together. Right. I know I very much enjoy the person that you are now. Um, I, I enjoy that sometimes you do still exceed expectations or I'm trying to find a way that doesn't sound like, well, you don't meet expectation, buddy. Good try though. But like you, you still surprise me with your ability to think things through and your ability to absorb new knowledge, especially when it's knowledge that I think, oh my gosh, I know his thoughts on this topic and I'm going to bring it up anyway, but I'm going to regret it. And then you're like, oh no, that's a good point. Like that still surprises me (laughs) a decade in that, oh. You were willing to consider my viewpoint? I expected it, you to fight me on this. It shouldn't surprise me because you do it regularly, but it still does. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have surprises like that. In <laughs> all right, your turn. Uh, <laughs> I am all ears for this one. How do you describe me to others? Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> Just trying to describe what I do for a living. It's well, got to yeah. be weird. I, I'm going to take the approach of uh, somebody has not met you and I'm talking about my wife. Okay. So we're talking about our wives and in this case, I'm describing you to them. Sure. That'll work. So it would be something along the lines of uh, my wife is super brilliant and she's hilarious, <laughs> like comedian level hilarious. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of people out there that would agree. Um, you're extremely well read and you're as good of a writer as <laughs> as I've known. Or known of. Time, time will tell. Time will tell. Right. But uh, it, future potential books uh, aside, I mean, you right. actually have, you've, you've got quite a history of, uh, of just doing personal writing. Right. And I've read a lot of your stuff mm-hmm. uh, that, that, you, that you, not like diary stuff, but. Right. Just, short, short stories. Yeah, stuff you've worked on and I've always enjoyed them. So. All right. Um, and, well, and then in more recent times, uh, you're. I think I used this line last time. Your drive and determination. <laughs> it's the motivational poster. Again. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to put that in my merch shop. I, I have used the phrase that, uh, now this is trophic, but I've used the phrase that uh, you're you're the other half of me. Um, See, I actually don't use that to describe I, you. I know. I'm well, I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have the same brain. I've used that one quite we a few times. We use that one a lot. We both yeah. say that one. Yeah. See, I don't. For the most part, we don't, unless we're just trying to cliche our way out of a conversation. Sometimes that's the case. Yeah. But. <laughs> we actually, neither of us, I can speak confidently for both of us. Neither of us use that Jack is not my other half. I am a complete and whole person. 
with or without Jack. Right. Now, does Jack make me better? Absolutely. Does Jack make me feel special, loved, cared for, appreciated, needed? Absolutely. But I can exist as a human being outside what Jack brings to the world. Right. Um, cute story time. You ready? Cute story time. So at our wedding, uh, neither of us are big fans of cake. So we deserted, decided to serve pie. And we we picked our favorite pie to serve. And your favorite pie is cherry pie. Cherry pie, yep. My favorite pie is key lime pie. Now, we picked these just because they are our favorite pies and it was our wedding. So I didn't, neither of us really cared if anyone else liked those pies. I wanted to eat that pie on my wedding day. Yeah. So we were we were getting ready for the wedding and it was probably about 2 weeks when we went and actually bought the pies to put them in the deep freeze in advance of the wedding and we had more pies than would fit, fit in the freezer so we were like oh darn oh, we, we have, have to, get to rid of eat one. some so we thought out a key lime and we thought out a cherry pie and uh we each got a slice of our own and we were sitting on the couch and Jack was like, hey, do you want to bite of mine? I was like, sure. So he plopped it on my plate instead of just handing me the fork or letting me like he just like right on. Why, Jack? And so like I already had some key lime. So I was like, all right, fine. So I took a bite and I had some key lime on my fork and I took a bite of the cherry pie. And I was like, this tastes like a cherry limeade. Yeah. It does. It does. It really does. If you take a little bit of cherry pie and eat it with some key lime, it tastes like cherry limeade soda or cherry limeade pie and so that became a metaphor for our relationship each pie by itself absolutely brilliant but if you take a little bit of both and combine them together you get something new yeah i loved it yeah it was fantastic we we every year on our anniversary we get a key lime pie and a cherry pie and i stack them on top of each other and we have cherry limeade pie when and and i'll say this uh because i have a super traditional part of my family yes and this particular person would thought it was odd we were doing pies right after the fact he was like that was a great idea yeah. <laughs> that was that was awesome well because we went ahead and, and typed up real quick this explanation of how to eat the wedding pies and everyone in attendance thought it was just absolutely adorable because right. it is yeah yeah okay whose question is in uh mine okay when do you feel closest to me when do I feel closest to you? Um, physically, when we're laying down in bed, because <laughs> we well, we're not. Neither of us are are big, cuddly people. Mm-hmm. Like we're not huggers. Um, we do enjoy physical touch, but like we don't require it. It's not a constant. thing. It's not yeah. a constant thing. Yeah. Um, to, Jack, be, to be fair, when you've got uh, toddlers that are touching you all 100% day, all of the time, day. yeah. I don't want to be touched. That may change someday. Right. For now. Um, when do I feel closest to you emotionally? Uh, probably when we stay up to irresponsible hours talking about just everything. Yes. We will start on, hey, did you try that new coffee syrup and end on, you know, zombie apocalypse and nuclear that's because that's how our conversations go <laughs> it's just we it's, just have tangent after tangent yeah but it's fun it's fun i yeah. i i adore those times do i regret the choice to do it at two o'clock in the morning when we're up four hours later because our kids do not care yeah a little bit 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thing is, is we used we used to do that even when we had normal jobs right. and had a commute the next day. Right. We'd still occasionally find ourselves up to one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock, two o'clock in the like, morning. Oh, good. I, I get to wake up in four hours and go to work. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good one. I like that one. All right, it's your turn. All right, next question. What's the most ridiculous thing I've done? The most ridiculous thing you've done? Well, okay. Uh, let let's let we'll frame this. Uh, I think it's technically against the rules, but we'll frame this. Yeah. In the time we've been together, because you you know yeah, all yeah, the yeah. stories of my history, but in the time we've been together, what's the most ridiculous thing I've done? I mean, <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, there's there's so many ways to go about this. Don't overthink the word. I, I I know. Um, I'm thinking uh, honestly, like successfully starting your business to me is wild. <laughs> what well, just like I always had this dream in my mind of starting a business, and mm-hmm. I know you did too at Absolutely. some point. Yeah, and and we'll be honest, we've gone through two or three iterations of failed businesses. Sure. Um, before we finally got one that seems to be working. And and here here's what's every business coach or or expert is going to flip out at this. Every ounce of this was accidental. Yeah. I did not plan for any of these things to happen. Now, once I realized they were happening, I started to be a little more intentional about stuff and lean into and it, lean yeah. into it. But probably the first year of the business existing was just something started rolling down a hill and I was attached to it. Yeah. Instead of trying to stop it, you were like, I don't know where uh, this is going. Right. Let's just keep going, I guess. Like one thing led to another thing led to another thing. So when people are like, well, how'd you get your business started? Uh, Luck and stupidity. Yeah. (laughs) Now within that answer, I would say the uh, the chicken costume was probably the most ridiculous thing I've seen you do. (laughs) The chicken costume or the, uh, the, Shiny pants. Yeah. <laughs> the quack pants, yes. The quacking pants. Yeah, that was a funny one. Anyway, um, if, you, if you haven't uh, seen those videos, you should check out my TikTok. They're yeah. all there. It's funny. Okay. <laughs> it's your all question. Right, my turn. Uh, what is our biggest challenge as a couple currently? Our biggest challenge as a couple currently? Uh, probably the work dynamic. Yeah. Because we we both work in different capacities on the same projects. Mm -hmm. So for me, I will end up feeling like I'm over asking on the time I need to do videos or write or do emails or plan stuff or just take a break and like check out so my brain can think of things. Uh, because I can't do it with two toddlers and a teenager and yeah, the TV anything. and the dogs and like so I will just go in the bedroom. I'm not really working on anything. Sometimes I'm just scrolling TikTok, but like it's the the controlling of my ambient environment so my brain can brain on the level it needs to to be able to do my job the rest of the time. Right. And sometimes I feel like I'm taking entirely too much time to do that and as a result stopping you from working on your other projects or from doing the things that you were excited to be able to do leaving the traditional workforce but then on the other hand but, was like, but that's my job and like it was communicated and we regularly communicate no when you're you're allowed to go do that like i understand this is not me babysitting the kids because you're a dad that's not what dads do this is just me parenting the kids the same as you did before i left the traditional workforce uh 
That's okay. all in your head. I uh, I do occasionally take extra long bathroom breaks. We are all aware you are male. Therefore, we simply assume it does not take you three hours to poop. No, no. But that's a good time to do research on uh, some of my other projects. <laughs> well, because again, it's controlling your ambient environment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I would say probably, I don't want to say work-life balance because that sounds super, to borrow your word, tropish. It's a little cliche. It doesn't mean it's wrong. I know. Uh, but yeah, pro- probably striking that work-life balance. Yeah. The other thing is, is we're constantly in this house. Yeah. We are already introverts, and now we've given ourselves every reason to not leave the house. I don't know how, <laughs> how healthy that is in the long term. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to do that one. I'm <laughs> just now skipping them. I don't think that's that's against the rules, too. What do you think I question about myself? Having oh. just explained a thing I question about myself. <laughs> so not that. Okay. Um, I mean, there's. I think there's a lot of things you question about. I can't think of the, that there's one that's just greater than all the others, but I'll just name a couple of them that I can think of. Yeah, th- this will make me feel super good. Okay, go. Um, I, I think sometimes things you question about yourself are... I, here's the thing, and I think this is healthy, is you do question your, um, how would I say this, your skill at mm-hmm. mothering. Constantly. Yeah. Um, constantly. But like I said, I think that's a good thing. It's introspective. Well. It's uh, constantly asking, did I do that the right way or should I try this a different way next time? I say this on the regular. A bad mother never stops to wonder if they're doing a good job. Yes. A good mother never stops worrying they're doing a bad one. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's one that occurs to me. Um, yeah. I could go through several on the business aspect of things that, that you, you my, do question yourself from time to time. Like, do I know syndrome. what I'm doing? Yes. No, no, I, I absolutely do not yeah. know what I'm doing. And yet you clearly do. Me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my turn. Yeah. Um, which of my insecurities drives you crazy? Oh, um, I don't know that any of them drive me crazy. Here's the thing is we joke all the time that we have the same brain. Our insecurities really, really mirror each other. Yeah, they do. Um, so I, I'm going to throw you into this water because you asked me this question and that's how the game's supposed to work. Is there we, water or is it an empty pool? It's, it doesn't matter, I guess. It doesn't, it doesn't really it. matter. It's, it's, if there's just, water, it's infested with something gross. I'm going to close my eyes. Don't pee in the water. Um... We both have insecurities about our bodies. Yeah. And while I am insecure about my own body, I think your insecurity about your body bugs me the most. Does that make sense? Uh-uh. No, it doesn't. Now I have to explain <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm, I'm essentially... Is, con- are, you, are you saying that it bothers you that I have that... Ins- like, yes. That I'm that concerned about it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, I get that. Um. And I'm aware that that is a double standard. Right. Because I have the exact same insecurities about my weight, how that's affecting my health, how that's affecting my joints, how that's affecting my ability to perform and function in the way that I want to in just about every aspect of my life. And then beyond that, just how my body looks and how it makes me feel. I have, I carry these on the regular. I know you carry the exact same insecurities. And for some reason, yours piss me off. And mine are like, no, that's reasonable. Is it still an insecurity though if I have the, the if that's a reciprocated feeling? What do you mean? As in it the, the same reason it bothers you that I'm that con- like like that I even have to have that concern about uh-huh. my appearance 
is me too. <laughs> no problem. It's, it's probably fair. That's the reason why I sold a bunch of stuff and bought a Bowflex. <laughs> so it's the lowest end Bowflex, but right. all the same. Right. Not, oh my God, that came out wrong. That's going to sound like I bought the Bowflex for you. No, no, I bought the Bowflex for me. Right. And also, he didn't pawn our belongings. Like, he sold stuff that he made. Yeah. <laughs> to, th- that was a terrible explanation of what just happened. Way to dig that hole, Jack. I'm sorry. You dig me out. All right. All right. Uh, is it mine? Yes. Is my question? Um, I kind of asked that question already. If for some reason I lost my memory, what's the first thing you'd tell me about us? First thing I would tell you about us, that you adore me. <laughs> and then second is you adore our kids. And that you're an excellent mother. <laughs> and you are a uh, an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial. You want to try person. that word again? Yes. <laughs> you're an excellent businesswoman. <laughs> uh, so first it would be all positive, And then you'd ask me, okay, so what are some negative things about myself? And then I'd be really stuck in a bad spot. Because <laughs> then I'd be like, wait, you don't remember any of this. Why would I add this in? Right, right. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. <laughs> just, just watch the movie Fifty First Dates. That's yeah, up. yeah. That, <laughs> I'd make a video like that. That's yeah. what I would do. There we go. Well, I guess it's not saying that you would uh, lose just, your memory every day. Though. Just hand me all of the TikToks hashtag How Not to Marriage. This is it. This sums it up. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, just follow these rules. You did a great job writing this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my turn. Yep. Um, what is one thing you never want me to forget? That's similar to the question I just asked you. <laughs> um, what is one thing I never want you to forget? Um, that weird rooting head shake thing the girl child did oh, when she was yeah. an infant and was looking for her food. I'll go to my grave with that. Yeah. That's, that is probably my favorite. We tried so many times to get it on camera and we could never catch it on camera, but she did it all the time. It was so animalistic. It was funny. It was adorable. And the noises she would make. the the She would rage eat. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I never want you to forget that. Yeah. Um, Should we ever be unlucky enough to experience the hellscape that is Alzheimer's or dementia? Yeah. I'll know you're gone when that memory is gone. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's a fair one. <laughs> That's a thank you one. All right, okay. Your turn. Describe one experience you you wish we'd have in the future. <laughs> that's that's similar to that one. <laughs> um, an experience we have in the future. Hmm. So, some, something you, you want to see us do. What, what's well, it's going to be something realistic. I, I, I mean, I've got goofy, like, dream things that I think would sure. be funny, but... Something realistic. What's yeah. what's the top of the bucket list? Yeah. You know, this is going to sound silly. This is how you know you're married. Um, I would like to see us eventually own an RV and go uh, <laughs> tour the United States doing, okay. doing our, our, our work stuff. Our work yeah. stuff, yeah. we yeah. got to get all the kids out of the house. I don't right. want to take them with me. No. Not in an RV. No. I love my kids. I will happily vacation with them, and they can go in the RV sometimes. But as far as like our retirement plan. Yeah. Um, sell sell the big house, buy a small house that just works for when it's off season for travel. Yeah, run the holidays so we can we can be near the kids again. But yeah, no, that's reasonable. Yeah, that's, that's it. It it sounds like it's more your like future dream thing. But absolutely. now, 
it's one of those things where that's that's a dream that I would like to see happen as well. Yeah. Is it one of those things that once I explained what I wanted, you're like, yes, please. Yes, in a way. It's yeah. it's more about, um, it's one of those things, here's the thing is, uh, it's hard for me to, to, to choose one for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, because frankly, a lot of the things I had a dream for, we've been accomplishing. <laughs> it's just, so like, I need to, I need to make boxes. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of need to add more to it now. Yeah. Um, but this is one that I know means a lot to you mm-hmm. and that, that excites me. Oh, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My turn. Yeah. Okay. What do you like most about me and what do you like the least? What do I like most about you? Um, okay, so I'm a big believer of the interview cliche that a person's greatest strength is also the greatest weakness. And I think in relationships, this rings true. The thing that I love the most about you is also the thing that has the greatest potential to annoy me. Your desire and drive to learn about things is fascinating to me. Just the the fact that you can take apart a truck and put it back together correctly, sometimes better, fascinating to me. <laughs> you, yeah. So a, a tangent. I was doing some engine work on one of our vehicles. I don't know a couple of years ago, uh-huh. and you came out into the garage, and I I guarantee there were two hundred bolts and screws and nuts and things yeah. all over the place, and I. You walked out and it looked like I had scattered them and you like lost your breath for a second. You're like, oh my gosh, do you know what you're doing? <laughs> like, how do you, how do you know how to put, th-? and then the next day you came out and it was all back together. All back together. And uh, I remember you saying like, I don't understand how you could possibly know what went where. Right. Like, how's that even possible? Right. You can't remember where the cheese is in the fridge, but you can put that back together. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Um <laughs> But, and it's not, it's not just the engine work. It's not just the hobbies. It's not just that. But like when you decide that you have an interest in things, you learn everything you can get your hands on about it. You've played Assassin's Creed. You've played almost all of them. I think there's a couple that you're missing. Yeah. But I can ask you about Norse mythology now and you have at least framework of Norse mythology. Yeah. And some people that like, if you want more, go read this guy or go listen to this podcast or like go read this article over here. I can ask you about Egyptian history. I can ask you about Greek history. Like, and this isn't like I learned it from the game. The game just inspired me. Inspired to learn you it. to yeah. to seek it out. Yeah. In that same breath, it also is so infuriating that you go so deep. I ask a question. Hey, what was that uh, god with the one eye in Norse mythology, uh, in Norse paganism? And you'd be like. Uh, you're going to have to be more specific. No, there's only one guy. No, there's like eight guys with only one <laughs> eye. I'm going to need you to be more. I don't know. He's the big guy. Well, do you mean Thor and which version of Thor? And I'm making this up. I don't know. There, I think there's only Thor with the one eye. But <laughs> like, I just I can't get a straight answer out of you because there's too much stuff in your head about the thing. Like all I wanted was the one answer. Well, what it is is my file cabinet's actually full, so as I keep adding this stuff, I'm having to dump other stuff. <laughs> like where the cheese lives in the fridge? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that seems like a less important fact. Let's... Once, once upon a time, I absorbed both things. <laughs> no longer. But but yeah, like we'll have just a, a conversation and I'll issue just a, a wafting opinion that I really haven't thought through. Like I prefer 
uh, caramel to butterscotch. And you have a diatribe of why <laughs> I have clearly not thought this through. No, the process. You don't understand the process. Right, you, right. You clearly haven't looked into this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't regularly attack me on no. everything, but occasionally it feels very much like, I just well, I like caramel. Maybe I'm wrong about my opinion. <laughs> no, you couldn't be wrong about your opinion on that. <laughs> okay. What... Um, now, when do you feel we aren't equal? Ooh, that's a really tough one. Cause, I mean, again, the way my brain works is I'm like, well, there's levels of equal. Um, <laughs> when we're not equal. Mm, here's the thing. The reason that's a tough one for me is when it comes to our marriage, mm-hmm. I do view us as equal. Yes. Um, when it comes to... Our responsibilities to the kids, mm-hmm. I find, is I, I view us as equals. Right. We may serve different roles, but yeah. those roles are equally important to right. each other. Um, even when it comes to the business, mm-hmm. um, it's it's not like you're making decisions without me. Even right. though you're still pulling the brunt of the weight, right? As far as moving the business forward, mm-hmm. you still include me in everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I'm not an equal to you. That's that translated way. here as I make him watch all the TikToks before I post them. That's true. She does. Because I require validation on lots of it. That's also true. She does. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it that is a tough one because I'm not sure there is actually a scenario where I don't see us as equals. Okay. That's kind of a non-answer, but it's really the way I feel about Fair it. Fair enough. I mean, yeah. there's. I don't think there's a, a, a wrong answer. I don't. I mean, I, I don't feel like I'm more powerful or better than you at any particular thing. You can pick heavy stuff up better than I can. Yeah, but that you offset that with something else, so something witty. So, <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> all right, uh, I think this is gonna be our last round. Um, what's the wisest thing I've taught you? Uh, that was a terrible also. sound to make in front of that question. <laughs> what's the wisest thing? Oh, I'm gonna have to dig deep for that. I think you would like that better than the other ones I had pulled out. <laughs> yeah, uh, the wisest thing you've taught me is probably. Not everything needs to be resolved immediately. You are allowed to wait, take a breath, think, process before making a decision. You don't have to make a decision just because the options are laying in front of you. Right. You can take a step back and wait a beep, beep minute. All right. That's that's a fair one, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um, early in our relationship, uh, it would drive me bonkers when we'd come to points of disagreement and you'd be like, all right, let me think about that. No, no, no. No, I need this now. now. (laughs) Um, I don't really have time to wait. And you, there was one time we were living in that rickety house, um, in the city and I had asked you a question and you're like, oh, let me think about that. And I said, I don't have time to wait. And you turn around and go. Why? Um, Do you have somewhere you need to be? <laughs> no. Is is anything going to happen if I don't make a decision now? I will be annoyed. Okay, well, I don't care. You can wait. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, Jack just put Glenna in her place. By, and it, I, think I, I think I probably got mad at you. <laughs> uh, yeah, you probably did. <laughs> but even even you getting mad at me doesn't look like I think what uh, people would expect. Yeah, it's probably me just flipping you off. Behind my back, I didn't even notice. And then storming off and like passive aggressively doing the dishes. 
And then coming back later and saying, sorry, I was, <laughs> I have instant gratification issues. I do and have instant gratification issues. I still have them. Yeah. You acknowledge them and you don't get mad about them anymore. <laughs> I no. don't either. I don't get annoyed by them anymore. I actually laugh at them. Okay. I think they're funny. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Evolution in a relationship. There you go. All right. Last one. Your turn. Okay. What do you think is my greatest, greatest, greatest accomplishment that I fail to recognize? Your greatest accomplishment that you fail to recognize. That I fail to recognize. I know there's some like low hanging fruit here. Well, the kids are, but I recognize that there's an accomplishment in the kids. Like I made those oh, with my man. body. Top that. Right. It's my greatest accomplishment that I fail to recognize. Oh, man. Um, see, this is a tough one, too. Going out strong here, Jack. It's the last question. Don't yeah. mess up the end of the episode. I'm flailing. Um, <laughs> well, here's the thing is is we're both introspective and we both yeah. talk constantly and constantly. communicate. So mm-hmm. it's hard for me to pinpoint something where I felt like, no, you really are great or you've done really great at this thing, mm-hmm. but you don't realize it. I It's, it's going to be a tropish one, but... Um, I think uh, the job you've done with your eldest daughter, yeah, mothering her, and and actually transitioning to more of a responsive mm-hmm. uh, parenting style, yeah, I I think you need to give yourself more credit for seeing that through. I, and instinctually, I want to argue with you about. I know, that. I know, <laughs> you can see it. Yeah, <laughs> but from my perspective, that's uh, I think you've handled the transition into teenagehood and into young adulthood with Mm -hmm. her um, probably better than I would have without your guidance in this area. (laughs) Okay. Frankly. Well, I mean, she's, here's the thing is she is the spitting image of us. Yes. Especially with her personality. Yes. And so her wit and like at this point you've been in her life since she was five. Older than that. Or younger than that. I mean, no, you met her right after her fifth birthday. Right before her fifth birthday. We were just talking about this the other day. Oh, yeah, she and right, I were, right before. Yeah. Okay. So not much older, but not yeah. Not much older. But I mean, to to put that in perspective, she mm-hmm. was technically four. Right. She'll be 15 this year. Yes. So you you have been a part of her life. About 10 years. For almost. longer than you weren't. And at this point, given the track record of her birth father, you are about to be a part of her life for longer than he was mm-hmm. so we're 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 about a year or two from that threshold yeah about a year so about a year yeah yeah about a year anyway um, so okay all right i'll take that i it makes me uncomfortable but i will take that <laughs> is that it are we done that's it episode in the bag episode in the bag all right we need a little jig from you this time oh i get a jig yeah all right We'll do both. Oh, we're, we're both. I'll join you on this one. We're, we're both having a little dance party. Good thing is none of this is being filmed for the YouTube. Actually, if you do not know, our podcast is available on the YouTube. Uh, you can head to Pleasant Peasant Media or search the nine o'clock. And this episode is going to feature a very special video. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is. I was going to say, don't say any more than that. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you what it is. So if you don't already check us out on YouTube, you should definitely do that. All right. That's the end of the episode. We can go now. All done? All done. All right. I love you. Don't throw your headphones at me this time. I know promises. (laughs) This has been a production of Pleasant Peasant Media. 
For questions, suggestions, professions of adoration, or to discuss sponsorship opportunities, email info at pleasantpeasantmedia.com.